welcome to the Pretend to Imagine podcast, a hopefully weekly podcast from Tyler and Greg. We do hope weekly. Well, uh, we hope it's not weak. We hope it's at least good. But anyway, yes, uh, today is our first podcast, so you're all very lucky to hear this. Uh, we will be discussing, amongst other fascinating things, uh, things in your ears, Australia spiders and bugs, nonverbal noises. One of my favorite topics. It's an excellent topic. Uh, the Infinity Mohawk, which, of course, Greg has... Uh, has been kind enough to research. And, and, and I'm cultivating. And cultivating. Yes. Yeah, and, and of course, magnets, because who doesn't like magnets? <laughs> I had a... I just coughed up a small pink eraser-like thing on the ground. <laughs> so, I, that's probably not a friend of mine at work, we should probably throw this in the thing, but I can't... I can't uh, are we recording? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're recording. So I'm not sure if we're going to be able to put this in the podcast or not, but... Uh, Do it anyway. A friend of mine at work... He uh, came into work today, and uh, he had to leave early because he had a small, eraser-sized piece of soap in his ear. Million to one shot. It's I don't know what he's doing with soap that has little pieces that are that small. You know, I mean, he's like cleaning himself with the erasers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're all stingy and everything. There's a, there's a nice um, OCD shop that you can go buy these things at. These little micro soaps and tiny little bristles and all these things. You know. So he leaves work, and then he and we all we're all ta- at a meeting. But where 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 is he? And then we make fun of him, uh, good naturedly. And then he comes in halfway through the meeting, and he's got a little medicine container from the ER yep. with the piece of soap inside, and he oh. passed it around. <laughs> so, so holding he, this little chunk of soap that's been sitting in his ear all day. He saved it. He for, saved for it. He, this was quite painful. You know, I uh, I uh, often have to take things out of people's ears at work. I've taken a. Um, Earbud out of someone's ear. Earbud uh, from a, a headphone. There was a piece, oh, there was yes. a piece of yeah. a headphone in her ear. She, it had been there for two weeks. Oh. Uh, and then I—that uh, was a furry little thing. No. Uh, and then I—I've uh, taken many um, hearing aid pieces out of older people's ears. And uh, then, much to my chagrin, I had to take a dead spider out of a young girl's ear, uh, which which gave me the jibblies. This conversation is over. It's you know I just, and I you know and the, at least it was dead though. Could you imagine it was alive? I'd have to get in there and capture it. Well, it, it would be, it'd I mean, be it, evading me. It was know? alive. That's how it got in there. Yeah, apparently, it was painful. She said, oh, she said it hurt. This is horrifying. I got it out through flushing. Normally, I use something called an alligator clamp, which is this long scissors-like thing with a little the little mouth at the end, and it. Okay, you're you're delicate. It's a tube with little little fingers that come out. No, no, no. It's a it's a it's actually very interesting. It's a, it's a it's a it's made of stainless steel. And it's got a scissors-like handle, and it's this long rod, and at the very end is a little tiny mouth that opens and closes, and you can grab almost anything uh, with it and just pull it out. Apparently not a spider. Uh, but yeah, this, I couldn't. I had to flush it out, and it ended up uh, in, a, in a water basin. Yeah, it was it was nasty. I, I, I don't like spiders. I think yeah, I would appreciate it if you never told that to, story to, again. To, ever? to me or to anyone else. The world would be a better place if you kept that kind of information to yourself. See, I, it, yet it, it must be free, Greg. I know you're delicate, but there are times where I simply have to let these delicate. things out. I'm very delicate. You're delicate. Speaking of spiders, you know, spiders are the reason I will never go to Australia. Of I just, course. I, it's, a, it's a no-fly zone for me. I will not go to Australia lest a huntsman come out of the toilet and, and get on me while I'm taking a dump. So I've heard that Australians, uh, they are horrified by the United States. Why? Because we have things that can kill you just like they do, but our things are gigantic. They don't have bears. They don't have cougars. They don't have anything like that. 
Yeah, they have giant insects. That's they have ten giant times insects. worse than a cougar. Well, to, from our perspective, yes, but oh. they're horrified of like giant bears coming and murdering, strangling them in their sleep. That's what bears do. do. Bears strangle. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so I've heard uh, Australians kind of give it back to us, like. You guys are the ones with the rattlesnakes, actually and dangerous giant fauna. bears. And yes, but then, hold on now. I recall somewhere in my travels that almost everything in Australia is, in fact, poisonous. I mean, you've got cone jellies in the water, right? box jellies. They're these jellyfish that are unbelievably toxic. They 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 touch you, you die. It's pretty much that's it. It's just you know, Brian has swum with them. Apparently, swam. He swam with them. Anyway, um, and then you know, like uh, apparently the you know the uh, the platypus, the creature. That obviously was created by like a committee uh, has, yes. has this this claw on the back of its little little arm there that uh, has a, a cobra venom level uh, sting in it, and that's not so cool. And uh, uh, koalas, I guess, uh, eat uh, um, eucalyptus, which isn't particularly good for you either. So I don't know what their toxicity level is. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't think um, koala bears are probably to- they're not. Toxic. As far as I know, kangaroos are not poisonous either. No. But uh, yeah, but. They're jacked. Uh, yes. They will mess you up. They will mess you up. You know, yeah. though, I, you know, I, interestingly, I, I found out fairly recently that uh, a deer will mess you up. There are hunters who've gotten just battered to death by deers. They, they rear up on their hind legs and, and they use their front legs to just, just batter you. You know, it's, it's terrible. It, you know, I always felt that there's probably like an area in heaven where people die from non-lethal organisms. It's like, oh, hi, I was killed by a swan. I was killed by a chipmunk. Really? Yeah, I got killed by a sand dollar. You know, it's just these sad deaths. You it's, know. I think it's the swan is the one. The swan that's killed the by sad, a swan. That's the saddest death of that's all. Death a, by swan. By something beautiful. It killed you. You know, that's just... But, um, but yeah, no, Australia, I mean, I know... Uh, um, I know that uh, Brian has gone on and on about how wonderful and beautiful Australia is. But, Our uh, friend Brian would love to go to... Oh, he's been to Australia many times. Yeah. And uh, my wife, Megan, wants to go to Australia. Like and, I, and I would go. I, I think that would be a, a great trip. But I, I really would be horrified the whole time. I mean, I've heard s- stories about... you know Somebody was just telling them last night about the spiders that get between the sh- towels oh, oh dear God. in your bathroom. Oh, and dear God. It, it just... I, it's, an, it's a deal breaker for me. I, I won't do it. It's not that it's a deal breaker. It's just that... Okay, so here, here's some information about Australia. There are all these horrifying things that will kill you. There are lots of other places to go besides Australia. I'll go there. Right. That's, the, that's what it comes down to. It's not that Australia isn't beautiful. It isn't awesome. It isn't oh. amazing. It's just that there are other awesome, beautiful, and amazing things that don't have spiders ready to Although jump I hate, out I hate to and tell attach you this, themselves though. to my jugular. You might not like this. Um, several years ago, my parents... Uh, rented a villa on Lake Maggiore uh, near Milan in Italy. And so far, it's, I like it's, it. It's, I mean, unbelievable. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. There's these, these, these steep hills with these little tiny uh, villas and, and, and tiny towns clinging to them and, and this enormous lake, uh, which a lake so big that there were pirates on it hundreds of years ago. There was actually a pirate ship flotilla on a lake it would go and attack boats on the lake. And then gradually they realized it was only one island in the lake that could be a pirate hideout. And they went there and killed them all, so that was that. But but uh, the interesting thing is, uh, this was this was a very... Worst great, pirates worst ever. Worst pirates ever. You know, they just were like... You know. uh, but the um, upstairs in one of the, the rooms, I, I went up there, there was a wolf spider. And a wolf spider is quite the specimen. I mean, this thing was probably the size of my hand. And uh, it was just sitting there, and I, I said, "My God, I got to get rid of this thing. I can't sleep tonight if I can't if I don't get rid of it." So I went down into the, the kitchen, 
and there was a can of something with an insect on it. I said, oh, this has got to be, you know, this is going to be insect insect spray, you know. So I go upstairs, and you know, I get ready. I go, and the thing goes, and like zooms away, and I'm like, oh my god. And, like, and then I looked, it said, repelliente. I'm like, that was insect repellent. All I did was piss it off. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I don't. Did I you ever see it again? Uh, I never saw it again. I guess it it, it buggered off. It, it didn't want But uh, and then speaking of other places, my aunt uh, lives in um, Kyoto six months out of the year. She's a, a sculptor, and uh, she was uh, walking down the street in Kyoto and uh, says, "Oh, is that a cat?" She saw something walking down across the street. It's a little cat. She thought, and she gets a little closer. She goes, "No, it's not a cat. It's a foot and a half long centipede." with long, furry sort of antennae or whatever the heck they are, or, you know, accessory legs, or I don't know what it was. And so the thing was crawling across the, the road, and she's like, I've never seen anything that big that's an insect. And she talks to her uh, friend there, and her friend's like, oh, those are very poisonous. Oh, they'll kill you if they'll bite you. Oh, yeah. And she's like, well, what do you do? She goes, well, apparently they, they keep some pickled legs of them in their house, and if you eat the pickled leg after it bites you, you'll survive. That's the theory, at least. Uh, I don't, Again, like, I don't like anything about that. Giant insects. I, I, you know, I've always said, thank God for the frost line up here. Really? Because it annihilates all the product of unguided evolution. What's the worst thing we've got? We're, so we're, we're in Rhode Island. And so what's the worst thing that we've got up here? Well, uh, you can get a pretty big garden spider. Oh, uh, well, ticks. Ticks are gross, yeah. Ticks yeah, are nasty. You, you can get uh, uh, Lyme disease. Lyme is the most serious thing yeah. around here. Although there's also babesiosis and ehrlichia, which are... The little brother and sister of Lyme disease. They, delightful they, they, in, in their own way? Delightful in their own way. Yeah. All killed by the same medicine, so we can all be kind of glad for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I see Lyme a lot. There's a lot of Lyme here. So if you get Lyme disease, are you able to uh, be cured forever, or does it have a lasting effect on you? Well, Lyme is um, an, an unusual infection. The you can't longer. Go, can't make left turns in your car, or there's some kind of. Oh. It eats your joints, messes up your heart, and can get into your brain. Well. You like that? That's. You don't like that. It's no. You know, yeah. Okay. Not anyway, right. they, <laughs> so no. But the bottom line is, uh, if you the big, biggest problem everybody had with Lyme was that years ago no one really knew it existed per, per se, and so these people would get Lyme and they would leave it for years, and then the late manifestations of Lyme, which is all these crippling arthritis and all this awful stuff, um, would get them, and then really at that point, I mean, the damage is done. It's not really like taking antibiotics at that point is going to do much for you. But now we know, and so you, you can nip it in the bud pretty easily. It's not a, a, that big a deal. Most people respond extremely well to treatment. Um, so, yeah, it's... See, I did that again. i got to stop going. That's your... That's my thing, but I... You'll be editing I, I that out. To, I'll be editing that out, yeah. 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 So, we're, you, you know... So, you're, you punish yourself. I punish myself. By having to edit it out By later. editing. It's true. So you'll it, learn. It's, yeah, you'll I learn. will... I <laughs> learn to be real good, yeah. Um, I, I was going to say one of our spots I think will just be you and I making old people eating noises we could do that for about 30 seconds I think for bonus content as bonus like content like at the end of the se- first season yeah you could order that we'll edit we'll take all of those things that get edited out the noises the, the oh, non-verbal just noises them into one big one long track of right, just those just noises just the non-verbal noises you know speaking of non-verbal noises um there's uh, certain African tribes that have sounds in their language that do not correspond to any letter in the alphabet. So, like, no uh, phoneme? Is that the... There's, no, there's no phoneme. Uh, they, they actually represent the sound as an asterisk or an exclamation point. And the sound is something like... Or... 
you know, like these yeah. these these different sounds that we just don't use ourselves. It shows how plastic language really is. You know, it's it's. Uh, it's of course, I was also told by some of my friends that if you ever say this tribe, you better have like a book and actually show the name of the tribe. It's sort of. It's sort of like arguing politics when you know nothing about politics. You know, we'll it's, get our interns to put yeah, that well, in the show notes. Hey, intern, make yourself useful. Find out what the sound is. Yeah, okay. What tribe, what, what tribe is that? What tribe is it? What tribe is that? All right. <laughs> so, these interns today, you know, they just, uh, I think the world owes them a living. Uh, our, in, our interns are terrible. They're almost invisible. They, yeah. It's, uh, yeah they just, it's, uh, a, it's a shame. You mean uh, Varpus and uh, Skid Reese, right? Skid Reese. Skid Reese, yeah. That's and Varpus? Varpus. Oh, Varpus. With a V, Varpus. Varpus. Yo, Varpus, my man. Give me a latte. <laughs> so we'll, we'll work on getting interns for the show. Uh, right now we're working without interns. So there, there will be no research on which tribe makes the, the clicking. You mean sound. I have to get my own latte? Yeah. Ugh. Damn. Um, so, you know, uh, you had... Um, you had discussed initially with us uh, the concept of the infinity mohawk. Could you explain that to me? That's uh, correct. So uh, uh, at work, uh, we participate in uh, Movember. So you sign up to the Movember uh, charity. This is not a plug for the Movember charity, but it is something that, that my, my, where I work, we, we do this. Uh, you sign up to the Movember charity, and you grow a mustache, and you get people to sponsor you and to offer money if you are... If you are um, Growing this mustache for, through the month of November. Okay. So, in doing the research for this, uh, we came across the Infinity Mustache, which is a mustache that starts under your nose and goes down sort of like a Fu Manchu. It goes near your jawline, up to a mutton chop around your ear, mm. uh, sideburn uh, around over your ear, and then you shave your entire head except a small strip that goes from your ear down the ah, back of your contiguous. head and it forms one giant ring around the other side of your head you have the infinity it's called the infinity mustache okay so my friend Dan uh, had come up with the concept uh, of the infinity mohawk I see and him and I were hashing out what exactly is the definition of the infinity mohawk and it's a mohawk brace yourself alright I'm braced okay so maybe it's a inch and a half wide inch wide at your head nice beautiful mohawk on your head uh huh and then it comes down. Probably have to shave off the eyebrows, unless you have a unibrow. Yeah, the unibrow. So one time the, the unibrow is a plus. Right. Hitler mustache. So the nose does... Soul patch. Okay. And then if you're blessed with chest hair... Which I am. You get an inch strip of chest hair down to the nether regions. Okay. And then up the backside and back up to the mohawk. So it has to cross the taint. It has to. It's yes, yes. It's a it's specifically. A taint, it's, a, it's a taint spanning. It's hairstyle. It's a taint spanning hairstyle, right. which Excellent. I never thought I would ever that's, have a sentence that's, that's with amazing. those words arranged that's, in that that's order. That's fantastic. So that's it. So it's the infinity mohawk okay. that goes all the way around the body like a loop, and then everything to either side of the mohawk shaved bald, shiny. There's nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing Shave else. Shave it. Wow. Get rid of it. Boy, I don't infinity know. Infinity mohawk. So, uh, the natural outgrowth of the Infinity Mohawk is the, the inverse uh-huh. Infinity Mohawk. Right. Which is best contemplated on Chewbacca. Okay. So, you've got Chewbacca. And, and you you're, shave. You're shaving everywhere strip. where there was a Mohawk before. Beautifully smooth. Okay. 
silky smooth shave. But hairy on either side. Yeah. Hairy on either side. And so now, now what other, um, I mean, what other styles could we be looking at? Could we be seeing maybe a Mobius sideburn? Mobius sideburn a would Mobius be A Mobius sideburn or, or perhaps a, uh, a non-Euclidean goatee? <laughs> I'd like to see you describe that. I, it's, a, it's a goatee. It's impossible to describe. I'll tell you. No, it's very simple. It's a goatee that looks obtuse but acts acute. <laughs> well, that explains it. That explains That's it. It looks obtuse very but acts clear. acute. Yes. Very clear. So, yes. Yeah, so we, we could, have, could we have a Taurus... A Taurus, uh, 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 the Taurus hair event. Taurus do. Taurus do. That's sort of like a Taurus buffant. Tor- I dated her. Taurus do. Taurus do. Yeah. Is that she, like she Doris Day? <laughs> Taurus. Um, so yeah. So those are the various various, various hairstyles that, yeah, that uh, we could ex- be experimenting with. That's fascinating. I mean, these, these of course are male uh, hairstyles. Why? Why would it be be limited to? Well, to usually most. Well, generally, men are the ones with with uh, chest hair. Although I guess we could have some ladies with chest hair, but this is the new millennium. We don't the, we don't make we don't, these kind of make distinctions kind of, anymore. Am I making assumptions that You're, are offensive? That's exactly right. I think I know, that's offensive. All right, I'm sorry. I re- I withdraw my offense. Yeah. So uh, I think that the the uh, I would like to see the Infinity Mohawk become a thing. I I think I it's, think that would be because I, I, I really feel if you have the Infinity Mohawk, if you put that much effort into the yeah crafting the Infinity Mohawk on your body right. Would fashion follow? Would there be f- clothing that was be, would be designed, designed to accentuate to and 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 reveal portions of the Infinity Mohawk for for? Uh, well, it's sort of complicated. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, if you're trying to show the fact that you have a strip of hair that goes down the midline, uh, you would necessarily need to have like either like an open jacket, you know, show that, and you know, <laughs> of course, you could wear <laughs> briefs that like. <laughs> Continue the mohawk for you, you know, on the pattern of the briefs. You know, it would, you know, what I'm saying it'd be like white briefs with a brown center. Oh, so that's a, you know, so that your would, clothing would have a would have yeah. A, you could a, actually do a clothing a tuft, and, a tuft of hair sewn to the yes, outside it, of the clothing. It's like what do they call merkins. A merkin. It would a be merkin. Like a, a merkin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is there a, a guy named Merkin on the Simpsons um, staff? I think one, of the, one of the people's name is Merkin. I mean, what would you be named uh, after? A, uh, I love the word Merkin. It's a it's a it's a toupee for your nethers. It's a toupee for the nether regions. Yes. Apparently, they are used in in Hollywood for uh, the full frontal nudity scenes, men and women. Um, you just need to augment that. <laughs> if you don't have what it takes, you got to buy a Merkin. You had a you had a uh, character named Merkin. Did you uh, a role playing character? Maynard von Merkin. Maynard von. <laughs> Maynard von Merkin. Maynard von Merkin. All yes. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. I do. I love. I love the word Merkin. I don't. I don't know why. Do you, well, I know, do you I own why. a Merkin? Are you wearing one I don't now? Own, no. You're not wearing one now. No, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm really not, hope you're not. You know? I'm not. Look, I'm not wearing one now. Uh, but uh, I, I wonder if there's someone out there. If if you are out there, and you collect Merkins, maybe that's your your. Oh, hobby, right? Oh. So people who collect, they'll collect old, you know, beer cans or bottle caps or old yep, yep. old uh, 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 equipment or anything. Or people collect anything. They'll collect yeah. uh, vacuum tubes from old yeah. old equipment. You're a merkinologist. The, <laughs> the Museum of Merkinography. Think about this though, right? So now a person who collects wigs and toupees has these plastic heads that you put the toupee on. <laughs> now it begs the question: 
what would the Merkin collector have See, to put his Merkins on? Well, back in the day, when you would be a purveyor of Merkins, and you would go into the, the shop. Yeah. Very and, much like Ol- like Oleander's, the, the wand shop from, from Harry yeah, Potter. there would be you'd these wooden genitals uh, that you'd have to put the Merkins on. All over, the, beautifully displayed. Beautifully yeah, displayed. It would, be, it would be beautiful. It would be painted a, different colors, and, and it's just, uh, wow. Yeah. A nice hardwood, made kind of, kind of I like crafted. The, I like the blonde one. You know, I mean, the, 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 what was it? The, the curtains don't match the drapes? <laughs> you get, oh, this, this is, is terrible. This is, this is hilarious. Are you kidding? This is great. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is not something we can't, we can't segue anywhere from this. I mean, we're too far around. But anyway, uh, speaking of... Um, speaking of... Oh, I did it again. I have, to, I have to watch that. We'll edit this out. You have to fart because we can edit that out. We're in an editing section. I, I don't, but thanks for the heads up. Thanks, I just thought I'd warn you. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, magnets. What's up with them? What is up with magnets? So, uh, th- is there a... I don't know. Uh, so, yes. Magnets are nifty because they, they represent a force field in real life. You know, you know these force fields in science fiction, these like, you know... Magnets, like, I think, are... So, uh, Almost the closest thing we have to something magical. It, well, you know, it's 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 funny you say that because uh, back in the day we used to entertain these little kids at our uh, fraternity, and uh, one of the fellows at the fraternity, uh, Mike, had very like kinky frizzy hair, and he's playing with the kids, and he goes, "Hey, do you want to see a magic trick?" And the kids like, "There's no such thing as magic." He goes, "Oh yeah," and he takes a balloon, and he goes raw, 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 in his hair, and he sticks the balloon to the wall. And it stays because of the static electricity. And the kid goes, that is magic. <laughs> so there's magnetism <laughs> in, in action for you, you know. So I, I, I think that magnets and the static, uh, you know. Same principle. Principle. Yeah. Um, it is magical. And I think it's one of the things I think why it's magical is because it's, it's simple enough where you can have a firsthand experience. I mean. Radio waves is magical. The internet is magical. Yes. Uh, you know, satellites up in space are magical. But you can't sit there and hand them to somebody, and they just are like mystified by the fact that there is an invisible. Yes. You know, there's which a hands-on chi- aspect to it. That which I is why children are fascinated by that. Right. I mean, my my uh, my uh, niece, both my nieces, just find them to be the most amazing things possible. And yet, there have been some very unfortunate incidents with children's mm-hmm. magnets. Um, yeah, uh, intestinal. Adhesions from the magnets clicking together. If you eat them, you get them. You eat um, two of them, and you get and they, they snap one together. tube. You get one, and, and the yeah. further along another you get loop, another, they the snap together and they form an ulcer or some kind yes. of yes. And then you perforate, of, which means you poo all through the inside of your body. It's uh, which is not recommended. If not, I'm not. I'm not, it, I'm not a doctor. I generally, know it is not recommended. Not recommended. Yeah, in, um, in most instances. And actually, uh, speaking of kids getting trouble with magnets, there was a, um, a young lad who came in to see me, who had uh, put. Rare earth magnets. I, I know you've dealt with rare earth magnets before. They're very, very powerful magnets. Mm-hmm. Very small, and he had managed to put one on either side of his nasal septum, and of course he was in terrible pain. He was crying. It hurt. It was crushing his nasal septum. They were literally, you know, cutting off the circulation of the septum, which is quite serious actually. If you, if you, you can end up with a permanent hole. Um, and so he comes in, and his mom's like, "Oh, what do we do?" And so of course I wait in there. You know, uh, a lot of medicine is simply saying. Hold my beer. I'm going to try this. You know, you just get in there and try. You know, you know, you don't know the the, the protocol for this. You know, so I got a, I got a, I managed to get a forcep on either side of, the, of them. You know, and I was like trying to pry them open, and finally it comes off. The one falls on the floor, and the kid's like, ah. and I stopped and waited one second of silence. I looked at the kid and said, 
seemed like a good idea at the time, didn't it? And he just kind of, you know, he's probably thinking he was gonna he was gonna make like a nose ring out of it or something, you know. Then did you and, continue drinking and, your beer? And, and, and then I, I I I took my beer back from his mom, and uh, we we continued. As a doctor, I think that that's not really recommended for you to be drinking, drinking beer and practicing I, I, uh, practicing doctor. I really medicine. actually don't drink beer when I work. I know you good. Guys, it sounds like a, a good idea, but uh, no. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, it's it's a weird. Uh, it's it's a, it, it is like magic, you know. I, I, As a toy designer, we would love to put magnets in everything, and it's, and we can, and we do. We there, you know, we just have to have certain you know ways of doing it so it's double entrapped or it's a certain age limit or whatever. Mm, yep. But um, we there is always a little like, hmm, do we have to use magnets? Is there something else we can use because they're a little little iffy? I'm um, surprised that they didn't use magnets on Mr. Potato Head. Too too young. Too young. Yep. It's a, it's a, uh, Mr. Potato's a very, very young age, mm. age group. So the, the. Uh, so it's embarrassing that I still play with mine. <laughs> do you call him Mr. Potato Head? Uh, yeah, I do actually. That's, yeah. that's none of my business. Mr. Potato Head, send me a dream. Dun, 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 Mr. Potato. No. <laughs> that's, that's two things mixed up that are adding up to nothing. <laughs> nothing plus nothing, still nothing. Um, so, yeah, so, um. Yeah, Mr. Potato wouldn't wouldn't do that, and I just made one of those noises. Well, yeah, it's just we have to work on this, you know. Yeah, we're just breaking the fourth wall. So we were talking about um, the the magnets. I'm a big fan of MythBusters, and uh, there was a uh, an episode where they had ordered these ridiculously life threateningly powerful magnets, ballistic magnets. But they're weaponized. Weaponized magnets. They're weaponized right. magnets, right. and they you had to have some kind of a license to to handle them and sign all kinds of waivers and insurance and everything and the magnet was the size of a of a larger than a hockey puck disc and they've got a giant plate on the table and uh jamie heineman the one with the large mustache he's holding the plate down and he gives this giant magnet to adam savage and he asks him to put it on the plate and Adam is holding the magnet like up against his body because mm-hmm. it'll just, you know, it'll move so quickly it'll just pull his hands. Raring to go, basically. And he, and Adam Savage is kind of a risk taker and he's a kind of a very showy person and he he does a lot of crazy, crazy things on the show. He was terrified of that magnet, genuinely terrified. And I believe he said in the show, it's one of the, this is like one of the scariest things I've ever done. And he had to help bring that magnet over to the plate and put it on the plate without it shooting over there and taking a finger off or whatever he was worried about. They're, they're just mean, you must imagine what the acceleration of something like that would yeah. be as it I mean, you know, I, I use rare earth magnets all the time for my uh, my modeling uh, and it's the, the, I mean, just these, these little There's tiny Warcraft, things. Warcraft models you know. you're doing, right? Uh, Warhammer. Well, I'm sorry. Warhammer, yeah, Warhammer, Warhammer models. models. Yeah. You, you could, your conversions, you can use magnets to put different objects, different things on the models. Uh, but um, you I mean literally? You know, you just you just hover over a table and it comes it comes right up. Never yep. mind something like that. Um, These magnets, they, they took the magnet, they stuck it on a a, a vertical plate, uh, and then they stood on it. And oh wow! It, it held their it held their weight oh, of wow. a of a person. And yep. they were. They, I think the myth had something to do with them trying to use them to climb up a climb up a a, a building. Well, that's a, that's a good point because if it's strong enough to hold you up, it's very unlikely you could pry that off and then move it up again. You know what I'm saying? To to yeah. actually. And I watched the episode and they. I don't know how what the the gimmick was, how they got around that because I was just thinking the same thing. But they. Oh, you know what? They abandoned it. That's this is what happened. They abandoned it because although the magnet was strong enough, if it was connected to a very thick plate. When it was connected to very very thin ductwork, 
um, there was not enough ferrous material uh, there in the, for in the, the actual service. Yeah, not in, yeah. So they had yeah. to go and I think the suction cups or or something I else. I think like suction that. cups might be better. We we used to play with the uh, uh, the MRI when I did my radiology rotation. And they turn the sucker on, and they now, go, was that recommended? I don't. I, well, no. It's, as long as it's supervised, you know. They they said, you know, they gave me this this metal um, plate, and I, I would wave it through the field, and you'd literally feel it was like it was it was like you were waving this plate through water. It was like it was hard to move it, you know. It was like this this it was it was very strange. And magic. Then, and the, it was magic. And then they they said, here, uh, you know, uh, here's a, a metal dog chain. And I held it up and poing, and it was like literally just, and I was like an invisible dog. It was totally bizarre, um, but uh, yeah, those things put out quite the the, the gauss or whatever it is you you. Uh, you so uh, the things. internet tells me that our magnetic poles are going to s- turn off or repel each other or f- switch into another direction or or turn around. Aren't they going to do that? Yeah, magnetic poles very slowly. Um, move, and I think it has to do with the planet's molten core. And what happens? Um, the left the, side of the Earth turns into gray goo when that happens. Is that is that is that true? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, fire, brimstone, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You know, uh, no, I, it just means that your compass. You have to start adjusting how how the numbers look on the compass. But it takes place over like you know hundreds of thousands of years. But it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, so it's it's nothing to do with rotation. No, it has nothing to do with the Earth. It has to do with the the, the It has the to do with the the, 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 the 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 Earth has a, an iron nickel core, and I think I believe that's what actually causes the poles. You know, uh, I mean, look, I, I, I'm a, I'm a doctor, not a, not a freaking physicist. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I don't know everything. You might think I know everything, but I I just don't. I can't help you. <laughs> Where are our interns? We intern. Hello. We Can you some, do some science. Some for research. Us? I yeah. I think it is important just as a quick timeout for people listening at home to understand that there is no educational value whatsoever in this podcast. There's no entertainment value. There's, in this there's actually no. There's no food value. There's no entertainment Nutritional value. Traditional value. There's, very little value. Do we have traditional values or no? We don't. Yeah, we don't really. All right. Well. So anyway, that uh, that's uh, that's that's uh, yeah. Magnets are magic. They really are. It's it's a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Okay, so uh, this was the Pretend to Imagine podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. We enjoyed making them. We very much enjoy making them. Uh, we hope you find uh, these topics as interesting as we do. And, uh, you know, we talked about magnets and infinity mohawks and uh, all manner of uh, crazy things. I'm Just, sold on that, by the way. You're I'm sold gonna, on I'm that? I'm going to do one. Yeah, you're gonna do I'm, I'm taking the plunge. You're going to do a franchise uh, business uh, creating infinity mohawks. Well, in my spare time, yeah. <laughs> in your spare time. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that's it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the first uh, Pretend to Imagine podcast, and uh, we hope that you come back and listen again. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website, as you've probably guessed, at pretendtoimagine.com. Web designed by Small Hall Studios, produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. If you can, please give us five stars to get the word out about our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.